Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello and welcome, everyone. This is Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. And my, de- my guest today is Jim Bai. And he works at Evermarkets, which is a new blockchain fintech startup company. Welcome, Jim. Thanks, Jet. Happy to be here. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your involvement with Evermarkets and what Evermarkets is? Sure. Um, so I'm the uh, co-founder and CEO of Evermarkets, and we're building a futures trading platform um, using cryptocurrency as collateral and the blockchain to handle settlement, and clearing of uh, futures trades. Wonderful. And so how do people get started with with getting involved with Evermarkets if people want to jump in and start trading? Before I I go um, tell you about that, let me just give you a background of how Evermarkets came to be. Um, Absolutely. So the three three co-founders and I uh, started the company last year. um, College friends from Carnegie Mellon. And we all uh, ended up in traditional finance. So while we study computer science uh, and computer engineering for our undergraduate studies, um, I went off to New York as a trader at Citigroup. Uh, Mark stayed in, or he went to Chicago, uh, worked at Citadel, at, and did high frequency trading, market making there. Uh, Craig started his career at Microsoft, and then eventually joined AQR, a $200 billion hedge fund. Um, working in traditional finance for about 10, 12 years now, um, but we all left 
traditional finance space to um, for entrepreneurship to build the next generation of futures exchange and clearinghouse. Very cool. And how's it going so far? It's going well. Um, we're now a team of uh, 10 full-time employees. Uh, we're spread out. Um, so Craig and I are here in uh, Palo Alto. Um, we have uh, Mark in Chicago, but he's moving out to uh, Taipei in, in the summer. Um, we have our COO in New York. So we're a distributed team, and uh, we're, we're still growing. We're looking to expand in Taipei here in Palo Alto um, and uh, you know, looking for good, good people to have us. So if you're interested, come to our website at evermarkets.com and um, send us an email. We're happy to hear from you. Well, fantastic. Hopefully you'll get a lot of applicants from this podcast. Hope so, yeah. So let's go ahead and, and scratch the surface a little bit here. Buying futures through your website. Let's go ahead and just cover what futures yeah. are really quick in case people don't know what they are. Just give them a little overview of what a future is and how it works. And then how maybe buying these on exchanges could be problematic and what you're doing to solve those problems. Sure. Um, so futures are just uh, a bet two traders make. Um, so one one trader believes an underlying asset is going up in, in price and another trader feels it will go down. So the buyer takes a long position, the seller takes a short position, and then they'll enter into effectively a contract to um, that'll uh, reward the uh, trader if the underlying moves up or down. So you can think about, so a lot of futures trade on the CME, for example, a lot of uh, futures on the S&P 500 index, that's called the E-mini contract. Um, that's the most liquid contract on the CME. And there people are just making a bet on the S&P 500 index. Uh, a lot of people trade commodities futures as well. So like gold or oil uh, futures are traded pretty liquidly. This can represent anything. Uh, there are a lot of liquid futures in currencies, um, single name equities as well in some international markets. So it's a very uh, it's a very liquid derivatives um, globally, um, but they're only traded on a few centralized exchanges in the world right now. So there's probably a handful um, in the U.S. There's the CME in Europe. There's ICE and Eurex, and only a few handful of exchanges uh, in each region dominate the markets. Um, and and when you want to trade a future, you have to open an account with a broker. Um, dollars with that broker. That broker has a relationship with an FCM, which then has a relationship with the exchange and clearinghouse itself. Um, so there are a lot of parties um, that currently exist to facilitate the, the trading of futures. Um, and it says we're using blockchain technology to eliminate the need and um, the roles of some of these centralized players. So, so that's right where now, we insert Evermarkets. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's where that's where we, we want to reside. We want to use code and we want to use a new technology to eliminate middlemen, um, improve the current process, um, streamline it a little bit, parent um, more instant. So instead of wiring money, which takes you know a day to a few days, um, you can deposit cryptocurrency onto um, smart contracts a matter of seconds. That, that then you can use to enter futures contracts on our platform. And your platform, what are some of the, the key points about it that really separate it 
and make it above the rest? Yeah, so one of the um, one of the biggest differences is we're using cryptocurrency as the collateral itself. So people anywhere in the world can uh, who has access who have access to crypto can deposit um, our tokens, EMX tokens, directly onto um, smart contracts that we've written that can hold onto their positions, and that that's pretty much that. What that means is that. Money isn't held by any centralized party. It's held by the blockchain itself. The Ethereum blockchain is what we're currently on, is used to track everyone's and balances. Um, and that's how we you know, ensure trust and stability of um, the collateral on our exchange. So instead of someone trusting a broker or trusting the exchange, they're trusting the, um, the security and uh, immutability of the Ethereum blockchain. And people are trusting you know, Ethereum right now for you know, billions of dollars of transactions per day. And, you know, we, we think it's the uh, blockchain um, that will continue to thrive in the coming year. So we've, we're, 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 using, we're leveraging the Ethereum blockchain um, right now. And then we're also exploring other chains. Um, there are a lot of new uh, blockchains coming up, uh, which we're, we're exploring at the moment as well. And I also love that you know, you can change, you can trade and buy and sell around the world in any of the currencies that are accepted. And because this can, these things can be, you know, accessed 24 hours a day. Yeah. So um, this goes back to us trying to. One of our missions is to democratize access to the global markets. We want anyone in the world with crypto um, the ability to trade and access um, international markets, whether that be global equity markets, you know, U.S. equity markets, European equity markets, or commodity markets, um, or even crypto markets. We want um, to, you know, level the playing field, bring down barriers to entry, and let anyone in the world be able to speculate, trade, hedge, um, and participate in in um, global markets. And how much of a difference is it, as far as fees go, from going a traditional route or going with ever markets? If you're in this trading world, what kind of fees are associated and what's the difference? So, um, like I mentioned, we're, we're eliminating a lot of the overhead um, for trading futures. And so what that means is uh, we can bring fees to lower than the status quo. Um, mm-hmm. Fees currently range um, for retail traders, you know, a few dollars to enter into one contract. Um, if you add up all the exchange fees, clearing fees and brokerage fees, could it's pretty high for retail customers, um, and and so we what we're doing with um, using the blockchain technology is eliminating the need for a lot of the uh, middlemen, so we can bring down the cost dramatically. We haven't set the fees yet, but um, our goal is to bring down fees, um, add add uh, you know compete or innovate in a space that currently doesn't see much competition and improve the experience for our users. And you also are introducing a new token, is that correct? Yep, uh, we're introducing the Evermarkets uh, token, the Evermarkets Exchange token, it's called EMX, and that's going to be the main um, token uh, collateral that's used uh, for all futures trades on the platform. And people will, um, anytime they enter a trade, they need to post EMX as collateral, uh, there will also be a role for lenders as well, so people can lend out EMX tokens for um, two traders and earn a fee for providing that leverage. 
uh, and then all all uh, fees will be paid in EMX as well. So it's these um, the one currency that's used to participate um, on on other markets. Very cool, and I, I like how you you do have a big focus on liquidity and involving that into your system. That's right. Um, so we come from the traditional finance, um, and we understand that liquidity is the driver for what you know for most customers. You know, if we can build the best exchange technology uh, and have the best marketing, but if there's no liquidity, then Really, there's no, we don't see that as a success. So what we want to do is bootstrap the liquidity with, um, bootstrap the exchange with liquidity, I mean. And so we have a dedicated internal liquidity provisions team that will be the counterparty of last resort. So if there's an imbalance, so there's, let's say, too many buyers and not enough sellers, and um, there's no third-party uh, market makers involved, we'll, we'll go in and we'll go, and settle that imbalance. Um, but we also have a program, liquidity provisions program for third-party market makers. And so what that entails is um, we'll give third-party market makers uh, a pool of tokens to use themselves. Um, so providing a loan, in a sense, a free capital for them to join our platform and really incentivize them to uh, trade and provide the liquidity um, to all the traders on our exchange. Very, very cool. And so, are you, yeah, you only specialize? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Um, no, I was just saying liquidity is a, a key priority for us. So we're we're looking, um, you know, we're we're actually uh, we also will have a dedicated sales and marketing team to go out and find traders and find these um, liquidity providers, these market makers to to join our platform. And your technology is all open source blockchain technology. Is that correct? Um, all the smart contract code will be open source. Uh, all the blockchain-related um, code will be publicly available, auditable. Um, the exchange that the the code that deals with you know centralized order books um, will not be uh, made public, um, but everything else will be. Got it. Well, and I, I, I would like to add been... uh, the look. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I was just going to say the um, and then um, so the liquidity provisions. Um, team that their code will not be audited, but will provide transparent reports every month um, related to the amount of volume that was done by that team. You know how it's really incentivizing users and the goal, um, and how it's you know how we're measuring the success of that team is from you know, how much unsettled um, imbalances they they fulfill uh, rather than P and L that they generate. So, in fact, I think the, the market-making team will be used to subsidize um, the exchange initially or the traders on the exchange. And we'll, we'll take some losses there, but we're happy to do that in exchange to get, you know, bump, um, get as many traders trading as possible. And how are you going to handle challenges with, say, you know, price differences or price glitches on things when people are buying? Is that something you anticipate happening, and how would you handle that situation? Uh, the the prices for so say your your settlement price something's wrong on that you know are you, are you available to answer questions if things are going wrong on your app uh, yeah so there's going to be a dedicated line for, uh, customer service line um, we're going to have a team available for you know anyone to come in and ask questions and have a well you know laid out 
uh, manual for people to, or guide for people to post queries and, and ask questions and, and get a response, um, you know, in, in the quickest time possible. So in regards to, you know, blockchain technology and cryptocurrency, where do you really feel that this industry is going in the next three years? Do you think it's going to be taking a, a much bigger role in our commonplace society, or, or do you see it kind of going into smaller areas but making large changes? No, I think um, our thesis is that more and more people will own crypto and more and more institutions will hold crypto. And we want to give those crypto holders a real-world use case um, for their cryptocurrency other than holding crypto as a store of value. So what we're providing is a is a um, platform for people to access global markets. Um, we're providing this in a professional, institutional-grade uh, exchange. Um, and we're looking for our regulatory licenses to be, um, you know, we, we want to be regulated. And I think that's where the industry is going. More and more exchanges, more and more players will, will look to get their regulatory approvals and licenses and then really offer this out to the larger players, uh, the institutions, the banks, the hedge funds. So we think, you know, this is just the beginning stages of uh, crypto and blockchain. And we think there's a lot to be done in the next one to three years. And I guess that begs the question, if, if we are wanting and needing in order to take the step as a community to put this into our everyday lives, the decentralization, when we add in all the rules and we add in a lot of third parties and then bring in the big banks again, are we not just getting back to where we were? Um, I don't think we're getting back to where we were. I think the technology really gives us the um, you know the advantages where we can eliminate many of the centralized parties. Um, so what we're providing is an exchange, for example, that eliminates two to three middlemen um, for the trading of futures products. And um, so that's that's our stance: is that in order to get participants like the hedge funds and the institutions to provide uh, the liquidity uh, onto into this space, you need some sort of um, regulatory oversight, uh, at least for our product. So we're building exchange and we'll need our CFTC licenses to offer this to U.S. Uh, traders and institutions. Um, but there's benefits to, to getting those licenses. Um, you know, I mentioned about the liquidity that these larger institutions can bring. And there's, you know, there's more legitimacy that's involved when you um, get your licenses. So uh, in terms of the crypto um, traders, I think have any anytime you can have more liquidity, more products, um, I think that's a good thing. All right. So where is the best place for people to find your app, to start trading? Is it to go to your website or do you have it in other places? Yeah. Well? Uh, we're going. We're um, going to be rebranding right now. It's evermarkets.com, but uh, we'll be rebranding rebranding to emx.com. So that if that's easier to remember, it's emx stands for Ever Markets Exchange. Um, we'll be launching our public beta and uh, trading competition in the summer. So sign up and uh, you can learn more about that. Um, and then we'll be going live with the exchange uh, towards the end of this year. And Exciting um, so we're looking. Yeah, thanks. We're looking for people to come join us, come um, join our Telegram, come join our trading competition, test it out, provide feedback. Now, we're, we're building this for the crypto community right now, and we want to um, 
create a, a world-class exchange for uh, crypto traders. So we're we're happy to, to hear feedback from your your listeners and um, looking forward to providing a, a platform everyone can use. Excellent. Well, Jim, thank you so much for joining us here today and, and sharing a little bit of a, a snapshot of Ever Markets or EXM, EMX Markets, as it's going to be called, and, and giving us yep. a little bit of insight into that and that world. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. That was Jim Bai. He is with Evermarket, soon to be EMX.com. Check them out and get yourself trading. This has been Juliet Lamar for Future Tech Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.